Arden St. Ives calling from St. Sebastian's College. Click. Hello, I'm Arden St. Ives calling from St. Sebastian's College. Click. Hello, I'm Arden St. Ives calling from St. Sebastian's College. Click. Oh, dear. It was going to be a really, really long night. I was supposed to be doing this college fundraiser thing where undergraduates called up wealthy alumni and connected deeply with them in a way that got them all nostalgic and wallet opening or bank transferring. To be honest, I wasn't exactly an ideal candidate for the role. Given that I got all squirmy borrowing 60 pence for a can of Coke Zero from the vending machine, I had no fucking clue how I was going to work And how would you feel about endowing a chair of philosophy in perpetuity into a casual conversation with a complete stranger? My best friend Nick was actually the one who'd signed up, but he'd come down with laryngitis, which meant the telethon team ended up having to use me instead. I knew as soon as they gave me what was supposed to be two days of training in ten minutes that it was going to be awful. And a quick glance around the only slightly dank basement confirmed my worst fears. The rest of the volunteers were all engaged in life-enriching, college-benefiting conversations with opera singers, human rights lawyers and boutique cheesemakers. Whereas I'd eaten my body weight in free donuts and been hung up on more times than an insurance salesman with underdeveloped people skills. I dialed the next number. They told me you could hear the smile in someone's voice so I made sure I was grinning as if I'd swallowed a coat hanger. Hello, I'm Arden St. Ives calling from St. Sebastian's College. Please don't hang up on me. Silence. Then, how did you get this number? God, I don't know. It was just on the list. I'm helping with the... My mind blanked out. Something about that implacable cut glass voice. Telethon thingy. The telethon thingy. The St. Sebastian's College annual telethon? Um, you went here, right? Isn't that why I'm on your list? Oh, yeah. I decided to pretend my utter incompetence was funny. Good point. (laughs) But there was a letter. You should have got a letter. I don't have time to read letters. Well, no wonder you miss stuff. A laugh. Quiet and almost shy, ghosted down the phone to me, and it felt like fingers against my spine. I assume that if the message is important, the sender will find a more efficient way to deliver it. Efficiency isn't always better, though. Under what circumstances is being effective at achieving what you set out to achieve less good than the alternative? I'd had tutorials like this blurting out some half-baked idea which was swiftly revealed to be the most abject nonsense. So I did what I always do, the general refuge of the comfortably upper second, and promptly reframed. Only if what you want to achieve is communicating something as simply, directly, and immediately as possible. Like if you were on fire, a letter would be a really bad way of telling you. Also a flammable one. God, his voice. From the moment I'd heard it, I thought it was pretty sexy. In a chilly, upper-class way. But amusement softened. It was rich as honey. Irresistible. I grinned foolishly at the receiver. 
But if I wanted to say something with more nuance, something personal like, I'm sorry, or thank you, or, you know, I love you, then maybe a letter would mean more than a text message or a post-it note. I had no idea the Master of St. Sebastian's felt quite this strongly about me. A neat little pause. You had to appreciate a man with timing. Do you think it's too late? I'm not sure. Maybe if you chased after her in the pouring rain? She's not entirely my type. It's that purple houndstooth jacket, right. I'm afraid it's a deal-breaker. I snuck another peek at the room, in case I was doing it wrong and everybody could tell. But nobody was paying any attention to me. I huddled a little closer to the phone and confessed. I've actually only met her once in my first year.